levels, 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 test, test, one, two, three, test, test, one, two, three. From Badwires Media, this is the Badwires. I am your host, Vincent Racanelli, and today is episode 13. So, Ashley's not here to us today. We, I'm, we were actually supposed to record both today, but um, my microphone cable was broken, and I'm actually entering a clip from... I may enter it if I still have the recording of it. But basically, um, I had to solder my microphone cable back, and it didn't work. So I had to go to um, Garage Center and buy a new one. So that took me some time, but luckily, we have everything up and running, and you'll be able to hear my delighted voice. Um, we have some news on the Apple event, but for our first topic, the California Senate is passing a warehouse workers bill taking aim mainly at Amazon, but really this is going to affect any warehouse manufacturer in California. So the bill would prevent employers from counting health and safety law compliance and bathroom breaks against warehouse workers product, product, productive, being productive. So if they have a quota for how productive workers have to be, um, this bill would now have some exemptions as bathroom breaks as this has been a big thing in the news with particularly Amazon as we covered in a previous episode I'll see if I can link it um and of workers peeing in bottles which is nasty and this not only affected people in their work in their um warehouses but also drivers sadly this does not include those drivers this only includes um their um warehouse workers the bill voted from 26 to 11 so the bill passed and it's called AB 701 very catchy and now it is just waiting for Governor Gavin Newsom to sign it for it officially to be in law um my thoughts on this is that it's a great idea um that um workers actually have rights now because um i know the cali uh osha was very heavily underfunded and you know i'm glad the senate was um stepping up to the plate and allowing these workers to actually get what they need which is rights because um what was her name one second Da, 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 da. Baria, I think her name was. Basically, I think she got fired for too much off ta- too much time off task. I think so. You know, this proves to show you that this is a problem. That someone just got fired for using the bathroom or something along those lines. Uh, of course, take what I'm saying. Uh, take what I'm saying with a grain of salt on this topic, because I do not know that entire story of Baria. I'm just doing what I do off regulation so I will try to include like maybe the Ars Technica link or something in the description so next topic is actually a little Google has illegally underpaid thousands of workers that are working for them temporarily since 2019 so, The Guardian had a new investigation, 
and is detailing Google's treatment of temporary workers, saying Google has illegally underpaid thousands of temporary workers in dozens of countries and delayed correcting its pay rates for more than two years as it attempted to cover up the problem. The, the Guardian says its documents indicating that Google has known about this problem since 2019, and rather than immediately correct the errors, the company dragged its feet for more than two years. The documents show, citing concern, that the increased cost to departments that rely heavily on temporary workers, potential exposure to legal claims, and the fear of negative press attention. Google employs many temporary workers for various purposes across its tech empire and fortress. In many countries in the UK, Europe, and Asia have laws that mandate these workers be paid as much as regular employees. The Guardian reports that Google has not been doing this and that Google admitted the failures and it would conduct an investigation after we got detected by The Guardian. This is a quote from Google. While the team hasn't increased the the comparator rate benchmarks for some years, annual pay rates for temporary staff have increased numerous times in that period. More temporary staff are paid significantly more than than the comparator rates. Okay, one second. Did someone write this wrong? Okay. This thing's from Thing from Minecraft. Okay, cut. While the team has increased the um, rate of benchmarks for some years, actual pay rates for temporary staff have increased numerous times in that period. Most temporary staff are paid significantly more than competition. So, nevertheless, it's clear this process has not been handled um, consistent with high stance to which we hold ourselves up to. We're doing a thorough review and we're committed to identifying and addressing any pay discrepancies that that team has not already addressed, and we'll be conducting a review of the compliance practices in this area. In short, we're going to figure out what went wrong here and why, and we're going to make it right. I think this is, um, I would call it good, but they should have never had this problem in the first place. So, good, um, better than nothing. I'll say that. I'll say it's better than nothing, but it should probably could have been better if they just didn't have this problem whatsoever so uh, moving on quickly i know it's only been a uh, pizza time two minutes but texas law could force social media to host misinformation and hate speech yay texas so the texas governor greg abbott yesterday signed a ban on social media censorship into law imposing new restrictions on tech companies that are certain to spark a court battle similar to what happened in florida Industry groups slammed the newly enacted legislation as unconstitutional. The law seeks to punish social media companies for following policies that protect internet users from dangerous content online. According to the Computer and Consumption Industries Association, or CCIA, the CCIA previously already sued Florida for that law to make it illegal for social media companies to ban politicians. Uh, District Judge... uh, Robert Hinkle sided with the tech industry and in June granting a preliminary injunction that blocks the law because it, bl- it violates the First Amendment. Whew. 
So I want everyone to just read this article, read the title, Texas Law Could Force Social Media to Host Misinformation and Hate Speech. And once you read that, tell me, do you think this is a good idea? I'll let you say no real quick. So this, I get the idea that you should be able to say anything on the internet and but there's a limit like this i'll say this this i agree that if you made your own website you could say whatever you wanted but this is this is twitter's platform this is mark zuckerberg's mark zuckerberg owns facebook mark zuckerberg owns instagram he gets to decide what is on his platform. If you do not own it, you do not control it. As long once people get that in their brains, this process of trying these laws will make it a lot easier. Okay? If you want to host misinformation and hate speech, go ahead. Go to your website. You know what website domain registrar we use? We use Namecheap. They have great plans. This is this is not, they don't even sponsor us. But Go there if you want a website, okay? But this, you can't use someone else's platform for this and think you're going to get away with it, honestly. So, yeah. All I have to say, you want to do this, get your own website. And on other news, Epic Games... The Epic Games, the Apple. So Apple has now 90 days to open up apps for payments. Now they've already opened up for um, what's called the Reader apps, but hopefully this will be a lot better. So the ruling from District Judge Yvonne Gonzalez Rogers includes a single page permanent injunction demanding that Apple open up payment options for any software sellers on the App Store. In other words, Epic Games to to add Epic specific payment links inside the free into store game Fortnite and thus duck out of Apple's 30% fee on in-app purchases can now happen. The injunction is aimed at Apple, not Epic, and tells the device and software manufacturer to no longer to no longer pre- prevent developers from including their own direct buy links within their apps. Apple can also no longer prevent outmakers from communicating with customers via any method consumers opt in, so email and things like that, about purchasing options. Apple has 90 days from today, September 10th or yesterday, so now they only have 89 until this injunction becomes alive and actionable. So, Epic has won. And... I I don't really like Epic Games. I really don't like their launcher. I'm a somewhat fan of how I'm. I'm not a fan of how they do. I'm kind of not a fan of their games, but I will side with Epic on this, as Apple's thirty percent. It was a bit too much. I would have been happy if they lowered it, similar to what Google did, because um, I admit if it's on your platform, you should make a little bit of a cut. But 30% is a bit much. Like, a dollar. Let's say you're charging a dollar or something. 30% of a dollar. Now, 
You've only got 80 cents. So, like, hmm. It just doesn't make sense. Okay. So, let's see. I'm going, we're going to take a break. And because our next two, actually, let's take a break before this. But we're going to take a break now. And during our break, uh, we have a little section from where I was talking to a friend of mine. His name is DTK. And we discussed Kanye. We discussed a little bit of music from Kanye's little new album. Um, if you do not like music, I will have chapters that will allow you to just skip over it if your podcast player supports chapters. Um, but yeah, it's probably not going to be that long. I haven't. So I hope you like it if you like music. Um, and yeah, so I will see you after our, your break. Hello and welcome back to the Bad Wars Podcast, or Bad Wars Podcast Halftime Show from Bad Wars Media. We are going now to be talking about a very interesting song that I have very mixed feelings on. It's called Come to Life by Kanye West on the new Donda album released earlier this month. So I also have a guest with me. His name DTK for right now. And yeah. So first... He is more of a Kanye fan than I. I'm really not a fan of Kanye much besides his um producing capabilities. But I will let you let him first give his thoughts on this interesting song. Okay. My thoughts are I don't know. It's a beautiful song. Like it just is. You know? And it feels so like transcending. With the, um, like, I think it's the organ in the first half and then the people praying. And, I mean, what he's talking about, like, everything's just so beautiful. And then it switches the, to the piano. Whoever's playing the piano is going off. Like, that's some great stuff. I don't know who made that, but I want to know who made that. And the... The transition to the piano seems so seamless, and it just gave it another level. And then they added the guitar with the piano. It just sounded so good. So good. So, the first part, I would say, was very, it was good. The ad-lib from the um, church praising, I thought, was really well implemented. My least favorite part of the song was actually the transition from to the piano it just it felt jarring and if you don't know yes it did felt jarring and if you um don't know what song we're talking about go look it up and listen to it so you actually understand what we're talking about here because to me it's just it was it was very just abrupt it was just like oh piano in now there was no fade in there's no just transition it was just okay piano's now in lyrics lyrics were okay if not what not understandable but i feel like in rap or in hip-hop as this probably would be defined these days it very much isn't at this point we have given up using grammar and now we are just making up words um so grammar for for hip-hop this would get about a b sound i really did like how this was produced 
Um, yeah. I, I agree. There. And, you know, from a song that is just purely, like, this is not supposed to be the number one on this song. This is number 22 on the album. So, I have not listened to Donda in four. I've listened to a bit of Donda, as it is a two-hour-long album. And, you know, this song is quite interesting. I may give it some time and actually um, listen to the full thing. Also, my mic is cutting out. I am very sorry. I had to restart our cable three times. One, a couple days ago, and two, this morning. So, I've also got to meet... You had to do it again this morning? Yes, about 20 minutes before recording. So, um, I'm actually, and I have a meeting later today at five. So I'm actually going to just hop over to a garage center and just buy a new XLR cable. Cause here, I, I usually follow this recipe of just greatness. One is none, two is one, three is two. Always have two, three is preferred. Okay. Cause if you have no backup, you don't have anything. And I'm now witnessing this because I have no backup currently. Yes. I'm having no. to deal with this janky cable. You you carry around a backup for everything. I know. Everything. I, I, like I the food, a, the drinks, you have a backup for everything. I literally have a backup stand, okay? Dang. I don't have a backup cable because I thought it wouldn't really break. But lo and behold, it broke. So I now have to go get one. And also, this is an Amazon Basics cable. You would get that if you were listening to the podcast because we, we will be talking about Amazon and how good they like to treat people. But anyway, back to our song. Honestly, I would rate it out of 10. 8.5. 8.5? Okay, that is a lot higher than I thought it was going to be because, like... Um, you don't, you don't necessarily like Kanye a lot. I'm, I'm for... not a super fan of how Kanye is. I, I don't like Kanye as a person, but when it comes to music, he has talent when he's not being crazy. And honestly, this song, this song, I would never put in a playlist, nor would I put it in my library. But it's a song that I would ever, every once in a while, search up and listen. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I just think it's the second to closing track. The closing track is "No Child Left Behind," which is another one of those. I have They're... not listened to that song, so that... what I'll do is I'm gonna go listen to that song, and the viewer will only have to wait two seconds. I don't know how long this song is. Coming to come to life was a five minute song. So let me see how long the song is real quick. Uh, so the closing song, 27, Jesus, Lord, part two. No, no, no. Those are the part twos. But like the closing song is it's... No Child Left Behind. Okay, let me listen to that real quick. Okay, I've now listened to the entire song. So I will say that No Child Left Behind probably gets a seven. Seven? Seven. And I'll, I'll explain my reasoning. Now, the reasoning Come to Life did not get a nine was because the ending was way too long. Okay? 
There was no words, just piano. That's that's how a lot of the tracks are. They have longer endings, but I mean, it kind of like gets you more time to digest digest it. Like I think it does that on God breathed. Um, yeah, but that's a longer one. On no child left behind. We have a forty second intro and about. I would say about a 20 or 30 second outro. And the words are pretty repeating. So, but I'm used to repeating words because I like Daft Punk a lot. So I can't, I'm don't, I really don't knock people for repeating words a lot. But it's just like, I'm not getting that much song and song. I'm getting a lot of transcending instruments. Now, the instruments, whew, I like the organ. I really like the bass. That bass was very good um it was honestly really good i would say give it a seven and now when i'm talking about my rating system my rating system is if you get below a five you are failing if you get above a five you are okay you're you're better than average and if you are at five you are average this gets a seven so it's better than average okay but again it's not playlist worthy Okay, could I show you the one last song? Okay, give me the last song. Okay, 24, 20... which is yeah, one of my favorite songs. It's another one, like 24, Moon, is Come it to Jim Life, Park? No Child Left Behind. There's a lot of them just that just feel transcending, but it, I really it, like 24. So, Jail Part 2? That's number 24. What? Number 24. No, 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 no. There's a song called 24. Oh. Ah, I found it. Number 11. Okay. Yeah. What can they make? No. Song titled 24 on track 24. Because that's just, it's important. Album order is important. I agree it's important, but you got to make it sensible. Well, it, it's in the hook, so it's not like it comes out of nowhere. Okay, okay. Okay, I listened to the entire song, and I will say, I'm not a super fan of it. So the vo- the vocals, they fat, they sounded very, like, sawed, like like. I'm having a real hard time of discussing this, but it it felt like they were very um. Jarring, I'll say that, they were not yes. really clean vocals. Yes, yes. And I, I think that's on purpose, though. That's part of the... Because he uses that kind of voice, um, those vocals throughout the album on some of the songs. Mm-hmm. So this song, I'm going to give a read. 7.5. Okay, so better Make, than the last one. Better than the last one. Again, not a super fan of it. Had some problems, mainly the vocals. But at least it goes all the way to the end. Yeah. And I think that I just love that organ, especially when it like charges up and then stops and then like does it again towards the end where they're like, God's not finished. Mm -hmm. God's not finished. And something that added to me loving this song 
was during the third listening event, they made, like, if you were watching the stream, which I did, they cut to, like, this video of, like, Kanye, like, floating around the sky. It, it was so well done. Like, mm-hmm. you should watch it. The CGI was crazy. And I would it to be good if he, because he's a billionaire. I know he's a Yeah, but it just kind of added to, like, hearing that song while that was playing just added to it. Yeah. Kanye is currently a billionaire, so I would expect him to be at least able to pay for good people. Oh, no. Dude, that's, like, better than some stuff I've seen in movies. But, I mean, there wasn't a lot happening, but still, it was, like, super, it was super good. And, I mean, this is, like, this is the, like, this is the music to make people Christian, you know? Like, if, I don't listen to Christian music, but this is fire. I say that. Yeah. He did, did, he did a good job in incorporating, like, um, so, gospel music and stuff. Let's give our closing thoughts of where we return to our normally scheduled episode. So, Kanye, yes, Kanye West, definitely since his mother's death, which is a while ago, um, has a very much been a changed person. I think his, if his mother was still alive, this album would have never gotten released or anything close to very yeah. very. Um, so this album, from the very limited songs I've heard, it's it's worth a listen if you have the time because this is a two hour album so it's very very long but it may be worth it yes i would say it is i just that's very biased coming from me but i mean it's a great album with like a lot of emotion put into it with everything going on with him about mm-hmm. his mother, about his divorce, about his mental health problems. There's a lot of emotion in it, and I think it's just, I really like it. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's his best, but I, I definitely really like it. Yeah, and as my closing, um, I will say that my least favorite part of this album is intro called <laughs> Don the Chan. If you have, because oh I, was, I, I, was, I was sleeping. And then this came on. And this is all I hear. Donda. 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 I'm just like, who thought this was a good idea? I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a, honestly, best track. Best track <laughs> on the whole album. So, thank you for joining us today. And we yeah. miss you again later. But um, we will now leave the listeners to their regular content. Okay, thanks for having me. Okay, and I'm I'm right back from that um little break we had, and I have our last topic before we have to discuss what was going to happen next week. So our last topic is Amazon launches its first self-branded smart TV and a new 4K Fire TV stick. So on Amazon, so on Thursday, Amazon announced its first self-branded smart TV and new 4K streaming media player called the Fire TV Stick 4K Max. Today, though, the company is unveiling two new TV lines of 
of its own, a flagship Omni series, and a slightly more budget-friendly Four series. The announced confirmed a report from Insider last week. I will now list the size and the uh, pricing. So the Omni, the 43-inch Omni, will cost $409. The 50-inch Omni will cost $509. The 55-inch Omni will cost $559. And the 65-inch, $829. 75-inch Omni, $1,100. The 4 Series 43-inch is only going to cost $369. And the 4 Series 50-inch is going to cost $469. And the 55-inch uh, 4 Series is only going to cost $520. There we go. Amazon says each model will be available in the U.S. starting in October at Amazon and Best Buy, just ahead of the holiday shopping season. The 50-inch 4 Series and Omni TVs will be about $110 off as part of a limited-time pre-order promo starting today. Each of the new TVs uses an LED panel with a 4K resolution and support for HDR10 and HLG high dynamic range. Only the 65 65 and 75-inch Omni models will support Dolby Vision HDR, however. The two will also have a design with slimmer bezels, and all models support Dolby Digital Plus audio as well. The rest of the specs appear to be somewhat basic. Each set includes four HDMI ports, including including one HDMI 2.0 port that supports eARC for easier connectivity to soundbars and other AV equipment. There are a few advanced gaming features like... Um, okay, that was marked out. So originally, um, it's would support variable refresh rate or VRR or the ability to play in 4K at smoother um, 120 ref, uh, hertz refresh rates. But update, um, Amazon, an Amazon representative reached out earlier uh, and said that the sets do support VRR, albeit only from 48 hertz to 60 hertz. So each panel maxes out at the more common 60 hertz. Amazon confirmed that TVs do not support full array local dimming, either which suggests their HDR performance in a world contrast will be a few few steps below a mid-range TV panel. So, you know, good idea. Um, I know in India they launched an Amazon Basics TV, and you know what people say. Friends do not let friends buy Amazon Basics. You know why we had a delay and why I'm doing this alone? is because my Amazon Basics cable broke. Okay, it broke, and even if I re- even even when I resoldered it, it broke again and again. So I I just had to go out and go get a new cable. But last on our docket is what is going to be happening next week. As everyone should know, next week is the Apple event. So Apple will stream the new product unveiling coming out Tuesday, September fourteenth at ten a a.m. PDT. The company announced today. Invitation was out to the press this morning, and marketing. SVP Greg Josua Jos okay Greg J O S what the marketing SVP to a day short video teasing the event as well. So we know what's going to happen, maybe. So we're hoping we see a new pair of AirPods, hoping we see some new iPhones. We don't know if they're going to drop the number or just go under 13, even though it's because 13 is unlucky. So, 
and we think we're going to have an Apple Watch redesign. So I will, I'm very much waiting to see what's going to happen with the Apple event. I'm very excited. And we're also hopefully going to see the master release of iOS 15, which I am psyched about. Now, I on iOS 15, my only problem with it is the um, battery. So I'm currently on the Monterey. And I was on iOS 15, so I really did use betas for a while. I'm still using the Monterey beta to actually record this. But um, I had to take my phone off the uh, beta for one reason. It eats through battery like no one's business. It demolishes your battery. I, I even got a new battery, and it demolishes battery. So I hope that this issue is fixed. I've not actually gone back to a beta version of iOS 15. So I don't know if there's a fix in the past, but I'm hoping that we can get good um, good battery life out of this. Yeah. So that's everything. And I really do thank you for tuning in this week. I know we haven't been uploading. We've, I, we just both have something going on in our lives. Uh, Actually, has been sick. I, I've been kind of sick. Not with COVID. Okay, um, just, you know, we've had some things going on, so I do thank you for coming, and we will have an episode out next week, I do promise you on that, um, so everyone, thank you for listening, this is Vincent Racanelli signing off, I hope you like the music section, make sure to email, if you, uh, have anything, email, or just go in the comment section of the website, so www.badwars.media, or just badwars.media, and just see it. Okay. Thank you everyone for tuning in and I'll see you next week.